0: Hello guys, and welcome to Nonsense, the podcast where I talk about whatever is on my mind. You can stream Nonsense on pretty much every podcast streaming platform, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. I'm your host, Luo and today, the topic of this episode, episode three, I think, is... Wow, so many. Um, is depression and generally break breakdowns breakdowns in general so I wanted to talk about this because I'm just coming back from one uh, the past two days for me have been miserable I mean the last actually not yesterday on on tuesday i felt pretty well so i'm filming this on thursday august 26th on 24th of august i felt pretty well uh but during in the evening i had a complete meltdown and I'm not gonna get into details because I don't think they matter, but I had a meltdown. It was awful. I broke down. I didn't cry. I was just really confused. I didn't know what to do. And my whole evening was pretty much miserable. I didn't want to do shit. But I had the most amazing day, which is so you know contradicting but it's just it always happens like that you just have the best day and at the end of the day the universe just shits on you and it sounds so gross but that's literally what happens and you have a breakdown you might cry if you don't cry you're just confused you talk to yourself I wish I recorded it, because honestly, those are golden moments, like, I just spew out so many words, and it could have very well been a fucking episode, my mental breakdown, but apart from that, now I'm joking about it, because it's it's funny, because it happened out of nowhere about nothing, and I feel like that's what usually happens with people or young people in general now uh, that our generation is just so fucked up when it comes to breakdowns and anxiety and all of that which is a whole like another subject that I'm not really gonna or I don't know I might talk about it today but it was just crazy and yesterday yesterday for me, I'm actually uploading this episode on Friday, the 27th of August, so it's, well, Wednesday, on Wednesday this week, I just felt miserable throughout half of the day, and then I was like, oh, the sky's, you know, beginning to clear out, you know, it it it's so interesting. I thought I want uh I wanted to talk about this topic because not only it just happened to me, but I also wanted to talk about this for so long. And yeah, I'm no medical expert. I don't know the nitty gritty things uh, behind depression and stuff. I know it can be caused by uh, if if it runs in your family, it can be caused by, oh, you know, certain, um, certain, what what the fuck is the word, I, I cannot think of the word, certain medicines that you take, um maybe pills or, you know, I don't know, it, it can be caused by by your relationship with society, which I feel like is, or it's more so on you because you're the one thinking those things, but sometimes people can make it really hard for you, and depression can be mild, but severe depression can lead to suicidal thoughts, and I'm not gonna say we've all been there and make a joke out of it, because it's not jokey, like... If you are suffering from it, you clearly have a problem that you do not know how to solve. But you know a person, a, a third party, is not gonna solve it for you. You have to figure it out. And you're like, well, I'm on my own for that. But anyways, let's get back to my story. I sidetracked for a little bit. Um, Yeah, I was talking about, you know... I broke down, the sky began to clear uh, in the middle of yesterday, and now I can joke about it, but I also, you know, I was expecting a breakdown because, you know, the flow of life is not always up or always down, it's like ups and downs and ups and downs, and in general, in between those ups and downs, you have breakdowns, (laughs) you know, or, or meltdowns, and you just spew things out, but I, I feel like they're detrimental to your development as a human being because or I I try to view them as that. They're not pleasant, but when they happen, it's because you need to re-evaluate uh, your morals. you need to reevaluate the way you uh, your whole relationship with just existing in general. And that's why they happen, I I feel like, you know, again, I'm not an expert and I do not know shit, I'm only 20 years old. So from my experience, from my humble experience, I think they happen because you just need to break down the old and you need to build yourself anew and you need to view the world in a different way after a breakdown. And I think they're an inescapable thing. They're always going to happen in your life, no matter what. And you have to deal with that. But they can be very, you know, helpful for us to learn and do not repeat the same mistakes again. But they are just the fucking worst you know they're just so bad to deal with i mean and let's not even talk about depression because depression is not like just a breakdown and it's like few days sometimes uh, when you're having depression it can last for months and it feels like prison and just it's so bad it's so bad and yeah, when you're living it, you can make jokes about it because sometimes that's the only way to deal with it. For most people, humor is the only thing that can get them through depression or a breakdown or something like of the sort. And it just sucks because, because on the outside, nobody can tell that you're having a problem and you do not want to be open to other people about it because you fear judgment and not only that you you just you know they cannot help you really they can Tell you like words of encouragement, or if, for example, if you are depressed or you're having a um, a bad day about. Well, being depressed and having a bad day is a different thing, but it's like the most mild form of being depressed is like having a bad day. But you know, maybe having a bad month about your body and you're thinking oh i'm so disgusting and i look so fat or oh i'm so fucking skinny and i look absolutely hideous and you tell a friend and they can tell you no you look fine you look perfect you're you're you you look amazing and everybody loves you and people compliment your body but deep inside you know that's an issue you have to figure out and no compliment from a friend, no help from a friend or a professional is ever gonna really help you. But being severely depressed, obviously, I'm not saying don't seek help. Seek help, seek medical professionals. And if that doesn't do it for you, then I don't know. I mean, it's, it's really hard. And probably one of the things that's the hardest is accepting that you have to live with this probably for the rest of your life. Because if you're depressive as a person, you're always gonna deal with even mild depressions about things and you're always gonna find things to worry about. I feel like it's an opportunity to learn more about yourself, if you view it like that, it's an opportunity to learn about the flaws that make you. And I'm not saying you should, you know, strive to be perfect, because there are no perfect people, but obviously we, as humans, we do strive for perfection, and when we are not perfect, we get upset about it. Um, it's just, I mean, it's hard, (laughs) yeah, that's literally the only thing you need to say about it, it's fucking hard, and a person who has not been through something similar, like, people who haven't had, like, really anxiety, or really depressive episodes, and people who haven't had breakdowns, they cannot understand They're like, that is so stupid, you're absolutely crazy. But it's not, you're not crazy. You know, in the moment, those problems that you find, you know, so awful seem so real. And you need to, you need to fix them, but you can't. Or you can't see a way in which you can fix them. And, you know, the decision most of the times is so um, simple. It, it, it is so simple. It's like you just stop focusing on them. But that doesn't really work. You know, obviously everything can be said in words and everything can be talked about. But, you know, doing, doing it is actually really hard. Because you are going through it. Like, knowing... Because I think everybody, after a certain amount of breakdowns and depressive episodes and all of that, knows that it goes away. And at a certain point, an up is gonna come. And you cannot always, like, be in a wait for a down moment or an up moment or and viewing life as up and downs doesn't help always like maybe i think that we should view life as just life and you know when an up happens it happens when a down happens it it happens and you should not really be expecting it because you can never really expect it for example with this thing i actually you know fall in that category of people who view life as up and downs and and I'm not bashing those people of course view life the way you want to view it um I was expecting it but I was not expecting it at that moment so it hit me and mine is pretty mild obviously I do struggle with social anxiety but I, I think it's a very mild you know situation mine minus a very mild situation. I, I don't think it's comparable to some uh, some anxieties that people other people have. For example, other people have full-blown panic attacks and they just completely shut down as an organism and I have never had that. Obviously, I have felt, you know, anxious and I have started trembling and not being able to talk, and my throat gets really dry and I cannot speak, and I lock in a place and I act weird. That has happened to me in public places, obviously, because of my social anxiety. And it didn't always used to be like that, but, you know. Some things trigger it, and it, it just happens. But I'm also a person who... I, I developed, because of it, um, a thing where I could... I, I don't need to be around people to be happy. So I, I'm more of a homely person. I stay at home. I have my friends. Uh, obviously, I go out. I'm not a complete, like, you know... I have not completely shut down my, you know, (laughs) communication with the world. Obviously, I am not anxious enough to not be able to sit in front of my phone and record a podcast. No matter how many people are going to hear it, it's out there on the internet and everybody can hear it. So, I clearly do not have a severe problem with that, but sometimes it feels severe, no matter how bad it is, it's always gonna be the worst for you, because you are the one who's experiencing it. And it's pretty tough, but with time, you learn how to deal with things. I feel like exposing yourself to situations that make you anxious, or make you break down, or make you depressive, is not gonna heal your depression, it's not gonna teach you to not be depressed about things. It's just gonna bring more and more and more of that. I think... Sorry, I burped. I think you need to just sit down with yourself. I I, I mean, for me, generally, it helps. Sit Sitting down and in my thoughts, in my own mind, I figure out the root cause of the problem and i i have never seek medical help although i've been offered i have never gone to um you know a psychologist or you know those i i've never seek medical help about it i've never never used like drugs to help me with it help me ease although i Do find myself in some social situations for example when I'm out and I'm in a big gathering of people and I and it's you know it's a party so we have to drink I find myself drinking more than I should because I need to start talking a lot and communicating with people and feeling relaxed and obviously alcohol relaxes you because (laughs) you know but yeah it's just not good and I've realized it's not good I haven't done that in probably a while and I won't do it because you know I've dealt with a lot of my problems but still I do have problems and having a breakdown, which by the way, I think having breakdowns is so natural. I think every person at a certain point experiences breakdowns. I feel like you have to be a complete, like, I don't give a fuck about anything person to not experience breakdowns at least once or twice in your life. And the older you get, the truth is, the older you get, the more you're gonna experience them. To a certain age, maybe. I think after 50, you don't really get... You get anxious about things and you overthink things, but you don't really get breakdowns about it. I, I just think so. Maybe because... You know, midlife crisis is just the the biggest, you know, breakdown of your life. So I think everybody gets breakdowns and I feel like they're detrimental to our development. As I said, I think, you know, experiencing a breakdown can help you break down the things that no longer work for you in your life and build yourself up anew the next day when or the next Week or the next month when that thing is gone, um, and there is no linear. Uh, how do I say it? There, uh, it doesn't have a linear approach. Like it's not like, ooh, it's on that date every month. It's on that date every week or it's every two days. No, it, it happens at random times. I think it's it happens when you need to change. So that's why it happens. And obviously I think it's pretty toxic trying to figure uh find the problem only in you or trying to find the problem in other people. Generally it lies in between, but mostly the root cause of the problem it's your thinking. And that why and that's why you know a breakdown is a mental breakdown and it happens in your mind because it's a problem with your thinking and you need to change it you need to change how you view things you need to change how you think about things and how you act and I was saying you know sitting down finding the root cause of the problem and when you find that then you need to act upon it and change it And that is the hard part, because sometimes you're going to be presented, for example, you know, I don't know, you have a breakdown about, you know, your body again. That's the easiest example I could give. But again, that's classified as body dysmorphia and stuff, I think. I don't know, I'm not educated on that. I'm just talking from experience. So you're thinking about your body negatively and then you are presented and and you find the root cause of the problem is the way you think about your body, you know, you're having breakdowns about it, you're crying, you're, you know, thinking you're too skinny or something. And then you have moments where you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, wow, I'm not that skinny. You go out, nobody says anything bad about you, and people um, talk about you nicely. They say nice things about your body. Wow, you're, for example, you're so buff, or you, wow, you have muscles, do you train? And you feel good. And you start realizing that your negative thinking was totally not valid. And also, it was not fed up by any comments about you. You were just negatively thinking about your body because somebody maybe just made a bad comment to you when you were a child. But that was when you were a child. You're a completely different person now. Like you grew out. You, uh, you know, you went through puberty. You're no longer a teen. Like, why? It sounds like I'm talking from experience, but yeah. You know, you are a completely different person. You don't need to think like that about your body. So you finally realize it, and the problem is solved to a point. Obviously, you're still gonna feel as that. Or maybe it's true. You are skinny, you you, you know, people are making bad comments about you. But you think about it, you have breakdowns, you cry, all those, all those fantastic stuff that happened to us. And then you're like, well, it is true. How do I change it? And you start working out, you start, you know, eating more. Or eating less, you put yourself on a diet, you gain weight, you start looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, wow, I made progress. But I still feel a little bad. What is it? Oh, it's my stuck-up thinking. I'm expecting it from people. I'm expecting the person who bullied me 10 years ago to be saying the same shit to me again. So it's just my expectations of people. I need to change those. And you change them. And the problem is kind of solved. Obviously, it's still going to linger. Because you have memory. You remember how you felt. You remember how you acted. And you remember the things that happened to you. You're never going to forget those things. And that, that is why it's so hard to deal with. You know, stuff like that. Like depression and breakdowns. And you're going to remember them. You know, breakdowns are more fun because usually they happen about such stupid stuff that later are funny to you. And you can make a joke out of it. And you're like, huh, I was so dumb. And that's it. End of story. But when it was being depressive about something, it is so hard. I think one of the biggest things that happen to be depressed about is love. Being rejected, oh my gosh, it hurts. I haven't, well, I have experienced rejection, but I have not experienced, uh, you know, being depressive about that. And I can imagine, I can only imagine how much it hurts. To the person that is experiencing the depression about love because you cannot really you know I, I don't know how you recover from that i guess you seek medical help and that's how you do it but yeah i i really don't know how you recover from from such a traumatic moment I also think, it it just, you know, nowadays it happens so often, people get depressed about so many things, especially with social media, that is another, that is a different, you know, part of how you can get depressed, like, there used to be that game, I think it still exists, dumb ways to die, there should be a game, uh, you know, hundred ways to get depressed it would be it would be funny well not to everybody because it's absolutely true but yeah you can get so depressed when you see your friend like getting likes and getting followers on for example instagram and you're like wow why am i not getting it Oh, maybe I'm ugly. Or when a certain person follows them, but they don't follow you. You get really depressed. And that's more childish. I think eventually people grow out of it because they find other things to think about. But it sucks because you have to go through that. And it happens. You know, or people on TikTok. You know... Let's not even talk about TikTok because I just, you know, I don't hate it, but I don't like that app. I think it's so stupid, and the things people get likes and views for are just so stupid. It spreads so much misinformation, and so many people believe it. I just, I just can't. But... It can get you depressed when, you know, for example, your friend does that stupid dance and they get like a thousand likes, a thousand views, and you get just 200 or 5. It just sucks. Especially in school, because you're going to see those people in real life. I think there are a lot of children that get depressed in school about stuff. I mean, exams, you don't pass an exam, it can be heart-wrenching, it can be just the end of your life, you can, oh my god, can feel like that, obviously it's not, and in a year or in a few months, you're going to laugh about it, but some people get really upset about that. I don't know what what that sidetrack about TikTok was. I think, yeah, I was thinking about school and exams and union exams and stuff. Tests like that. Oh my gosh, tests. When you don't get, like, disappointment. Yeah, disappointment can breed so much depression. And whenever, you know, you're known for being that and the teacher comes up to you and is like... I expected more of you, you're mortified, because, you know, you're still a child, and you think, obviously, that is, you know, the greatest achievement in your life that you could have, and when you don't achieve it, you're, like, gutted about it, and it just sucks. It's not... I wouldn't say it's, like, as depressive as somebody wanting to kill themselves over love. Obviously, that is super, super, like, heart-wrenching. It can end a person's life in minutes. But, you know, people, when they're depressed, they generally don't do rational decisions. Like, they do... I don't know why I couldn't speak there, but anyways... They they make rash decisions, and they just go with it. And you should not. I think when you're feeling a little bit down, a little bit depressed, maybe if you have a pet, go go up to your pet, hug them. If you have, like, a fluffy animal, hug, hug them. Sleep over it. Sleeping over it is one of the best things you could do, because crying yourself to sleep the next day, you're gonna feel, well, you're gonna wake up with a headache, probably, and you're gonna have had nightmares because that happens, or not pleasant dreams, and it's just gonna be nasty waking up, but when you have woken up, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, it passed away, it's done. It's like having a headache and going to sleep And waking up and remembering you had a headache, but now the headache is over, you're so relieved. You're just so relieved. Like, eat food. There's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, don't consume too much, but eat food. It can help you. Do things that you love. Like, you know, for example, you're feeling a little bit depressed. Sit down, play video games, if you love that. Um go out, play with your dog, your cat,, um, play with a friend, Go out with friends. Just just going out can clear your head. I know sometimes people can mess up the situation and make it worse, but I feel like if you go out with your best friend, that's not only gonna strengthen your friendship, but it's also gonna like make you feel, so much better and so much more relieved and I feel like it's important realizing when a breakdown is coming so you can feel it not always it happens like that sometimes it comes like a lightning strike on a clear day and it just can be really hard to deal with because it came out of nowhere but you can I feel like always there is a lingering sensation of impending doom before a breakdown happens or before, you know, something happens. And if you have a breakdown, make sure to say things out. It's, it's you know, gonna relieve you. If you're with your friends, say everything you want to say. If you're with family, say everything you want to say. I know it can, sometimes they can give you Uh, They can say something that will trigger you even more. But I think it can be helpful. I think um, not watching a movie. I think maybe watching funny things can lift you up. Obviously, humor lift you up. Um, Don't start Googling, you know, why do I exist and why this and why that. Or maybe do that because it will make you realize how stupid it is to think about ending your life. Obviously, you have this amazing life. Why just waste it? Why just kill yourself? Or inspire yourself a little bit, say, no, I'm going to become this and I'm going to push through and I'm going to, you know, achieve this, yeah, like inspire yourself, or do sports, go to the gym and and just crack on, or if you play football, go play football, like do things that you love, or just do things that are generally going to promote a happy feeling in your body, (laughs) that sounded bad do do things that are gonna make you happy when you feel depressed because it it is going to help you yeah i think i've talked for quite a while so yeah i think i'm gonna end this episode thank you for listening I was your host, Lubo, and this was episode 3 of Nonsense, the podcast where I talk about whatever is on my mind. And today, I discuss breakdowns and depression. You can check Nonsense out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and pretty much any other platform where podcasts can be streamed. You can also follow Nonsense on Instagram at nonsense slash the podcast. I think it is. I literally don't know my name. I said that in the last episode. I still don't know my name, but just search for it. I think you'll you'll find it. Again, I was your host, Lubo. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.